Welcome back, Coyotes fans. We got uh, some news, a trade, and some other around-the-league news. But, as always, joining me is Stathead Grandy and my main man, Chase. Boys, how are we doing tonight? Doing pretty good, doing pretty good. Just anxious for uh, the next move at this point. Yeah. Chase? Yeah, I'm right there with you, boys. Uh, Seems like we've got some... Interesting rumors out there surrounding us, and I mean, just in general, all around the league. So, pretty exciting time. Um, but as always, kind of more focused on us and um, kind of waiting to see where a couple of these names land and you know what what our returns are. Cause you know, it's coming. Yep, and it's uh, it's it's a full rebuild. We're selling everything, including the kitchen sink. But before we kind of get into our episode, I wanted to just give a quick special thank you to everyone who has been listening, even if you've listened for five minutes, even if you've just followed us for support. Uh, turns out, as of the morning of July 28th, or excuse me, July 27th, uh, that we are ranked 47th in hockey, and that's a pretty big deal. So again, thank you uh, from the bottom of our hearts for listening. Uh, a lot of work to be done, but a lot of work has happened too, and we're excited to kind of keep this going. So, uh, But anyways, boys, I believe we had a trade happen. What is it, Strawman? And some other things to us. Anything big detail-wise, Grandy? Yeah. So we ha- we got Strawman, and right now I am blanking on the name of the prospect. Right, me too. Uh, so I was like, that, oh, I should have wrote it down. Um, but the main story is Anton Strawman, a second-round pick, and a prospect defenseman who was picked in the second round in 2019 by the name of Koya, Kolya Chanuk. Kolya you pronounced Chanuk. it, not me. Ladislav Kolya Chanuk. <laughs> Easy to pronounce. Probably <laughs> just murdered your name, so I apologize. <laughs> we need um, a, a pronunciation guide for sure. Yes, we do. Um, and now, let's just start from the top. Strawman is not the same defenseman he was four years ago when he was near elite. He doesn't even really play the same way. He's kind of graduated into a more of an offensive type as he's lost his step skating-wise. His defense has kind of gone with it. But having said all that, he'll be a major minutes muncher on our back end. He'll definitely play top four minutes. And we'll... well fill that hole for the rest of the season. The big thing we got back is the second round pick. This one in 2024, so that now gives us five next year, two in 2023, and two in 2024. And gather all those picks, I swear. Yeah, it's, we have an insane amount of second round picks. We're going to own the second for years to come, it feels like. And then, uh, Kolya Chanuk. Who, from what I've from what I've read, has done pretty well as a prospect. He hasn't really. He's still several years from being NHL ready, but he's a good skating puck moving defenseman. He has played a bit of forward in the uh, AHL. I'm guessing that was just to fill holes on what was a depleted AHL roster last year, and that's probably where he'll start this year is in the AHL for us. So it'll be interesting to watch his 
uh, watch him come along and just see where he goes. Boys, your thoughts? That's good. Yeah. Tucson got something. Um, obviously, draft picks are good. Um, it seems like we're fully, fully embracing rebuild, as we kind of alluded to in an earlier podcast, but especially the last one. Uh, it's great. Dubs all around, I guess. Yeah, I'm right there with you, and just kind of continue to be impressed with uh, the job that GMBA is, uh, you know, doing doing in his first full quote unquote off season. Um, it's been a thing to watch. I mean, obviously, we're armed with some cap space to take on these contracts from teams, but you know, in, in my eyes, he's doing exactly what needed to be done, and you know, in in my opinion, yeah, we're taking on some of these bad contracts, but they're short term and we're rebuilding the farm essentially like you know grandy alluded to or <laughs> seeming like we're owning the second round here for the next couple of years and um you know you just love to see it um uh obviously the the cap situation is what it is and uh, you know that definitely helps us uh get to that point but um i feel like gmba is definitely flexing his uh muscles and you know letting People know that, you know, he's not just going to take these on just to take them on to get us to the cap floor. He expects to have assets in return for taking on said money. And, uh, you know, Strawman, I like it. He kind of fills a little bit of the void um, that we lose with OEL, um, who also, as we all kind of have discussed, um, you know, hasn't been himself for couple years at least and um but uh you know definitely can't have enough puck def- uh puck moving defensemen um and yeah i'm just you know excited with how, how everything's going for us and I, I just continue to be more and more impressed and i'm excited more and more for the future to come with uh you know these moves that are being made same i mean it's uh it's nice to see that I mean, GMBA, like you said, I mean, he's flexing his muscle and he's his mission was to get draft picks and to strip a team down and rebuild it. And so far, I mean, of course, it is his first official year. He's been doing that. Uh, but uh, I guess speaking of bad GM moves, uh, we had a bit of a. I guess I call it a betrayal. Will that be OK to call it that uh, for good old Mark andre Fleury? I guess uh, boys before. I go. Uh, who wants to uh, give their first thoughts on this? I'm calling it a betrayal. I think it's what it is, to be honest. But what do you boys think? Yeah, it's shocking. This is the goalie that just won the Vezina. This is the goalie that just carried your team to the Western Conference Finals for what? What three of the last five years? Granted, one of those years that was more carried by Robin Leonard than him, but. He's been a fantastic goalie. To trade him like that just feels wrong. It just... Uh, and maybe to build a good team, you have to have some of that robot-like just not giving a crap. Good save. I, I, I know I couldn't sleep well at night if I did that to a guy. And a guy as genuinely good as Fleury is. He is a fantastic human being. And then there's two teams involved in this because Chicago knew what they were doing to Fleury. They knew he was more likely to retire than to play for them. They were just okay if he plays for them, and they're okay if he retires. They 
got nothing for him, they gave up nothing for him. It was a contract dump so Vegas can go after a center, and that's really all there is to say about it. It feels wrong. I can't believe they did it, but sadly, in the long run, this is going to improve Vegas. Maybe that's all that should matter to GMs. I just go looking for as an outsider looking in. Ah, it's painful. What about you guys? Yeah, I I didn't like it much either. I you know saw the the image of uh, you know when they brought Leonard in and you know kind of had the sword through his back and saw a few of them where there's been a couple other swords added and just kind of get the general um, feeling like uh, like you Grandy and it's just. And especially to this guy, I mean, he's probably up there on one of my favorite non-Yotes players. Um, you know, he's he is a very good human. Um, I love watching his videos up on um, YouTube, you know, that the clubs have released about him playing pranks and all that stuff. He's always a good interview on Chicklets when I've heard him. Um, and, yeah, it just kind of stinks, just kind of leaves a sour taste in my mouth i already don't like vegas and this kind of just makes me not like them even more but um you know obviously they saw fit that they needed to move on from this contract they did have a lot of you know dollars and cap space tied up between the two tenders but um looking back you could have seen this problem happening when they signed leonard to that long uh lucrative contract um but don't like it anymore, but you know it's it is what it is, I guess, and um just kind of seems like he's gonna definitely take his time and think about his situation and his family situation um kind of stinks that it's to Chicago with everything surrounding them right now. I mean, I definitely wouldn't want myself involved in 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 that type of deal currently, but uh, you know, I guess it is what it is. He'll make the best decision for him, and you know, I hope it all works out for him in the end, no matter what he does. Yeah, I'm in agreement. I mean, like I alluded to when I said it. I mean, to me, it's a betrayal. I mean, you had the guy that became, as you guys have said, the face of your franchise, the guy that really embraced Vegas, and Vegas embraced. I mean, he may be a reason why. Vegas beside well, obviously the cup run too, but maybe come a big reason why Vegas fans were kind of willing to jump on with something such a superstar marquee player, someone who again loved it there, and you just he did get something. I think they they gave up. I don't remember what it was, some bag of pucks and like a pick or something. I don't remember the update. I didn't really care to be honest. And I mean, I, I get the dollars and donuts and all that, but at some point you gotta have loyalty to your players because I mean. If I'm a player and I hear I see this, I'm kind of like, well, man, maybe I don't want to sound Vegas. They're just gonna ship me off whenever they need fit, you know. And I know, uh, but you know, I guess they want to win, and that's that's fine. It's kind of what you're here for, like you guys said. I mean, it is a business at the end of the day, and it's just unfortunate that uh, someone like Mark Andre Fleury had to take the business into that. But uh, speaking of businesses and transferring and all that stuff, we have hired L.A. Mullen Low Agency. Uh, which is the agency firm behind, I think we said Acura, Burkin, a couple other advertisements to kind of lead us in this new advertising marketing direction. Uh, a couple quotes here saying they wanted edgy and cool marketing and 
Uh, they're really excited about that. Uh, boys, I, I mean, we're not, yeah, we're not marketing majors or anything like that, but do you guys have any initial thoughts on this Mullen Low agency gig? Honestly, just I'll believe it when I see it. We've had so many people come in and say that we're going to do or drive better marketing, that we're going to create a better game day experience, that we're going to create a better brand. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm not going to make any judgments right now. I'm not going to rush to any conclusions of how I think they're going to do. And I'm not going to expect them to fix everything. And just like I said, I'm going to believe when I see it. So, Yeah, I'm right there with you, Grandy. And to be honest, I mean, hockey marketing has always, for the most part, been kind of, uh, I feel like, safe and kind of on the on the back of shelf of everything but um you know if uh what the i mean i like the quotes and everything like that but let's see it man um you know we've been kind of harping on this in, in previous episodes and in our group everything like that and you know we definitely need better marketability marketability for our franchise uh, you know even in our communities you know our uh, you know, Arizona and beyond, whoever follows the Coyotes, like, I mean, we, we need to see more of our players around. And, you know, I hope this will accomplish that and create a positive trend and everything like that. So I'm all for switching up because what has been going on doesn't work. Like, I, I think of nothing memorable in the past little while. Um, you know, even when we we're league owned, like I, I remember the slogans and catchphrases from back then, and nothing of late, you know, has caught remember my... Pierre, Pierre, oh, yeah. oh, Pierre, yeah. hockey the hard way, not your dad's original six. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one they had? They had um, scratching and clawing, scratching and clawing, um, with the hard hats. <laughs> oh, that hockey the hard way was his. That was dumb. I'm sorry. I love you, Coyotes, but that wasn't a good one. Pierre was cool. <laughs> Freaking snowman with Wayne Gretzky. I don't know. But I will say, though, the last people, whoever they were, I wish I knew their agency. I guess I could have looked it up. Kachina Saturday was pretty cool. I like those. Well, now we're full-time, but I liked it back then. Really cool. It was a cool little thing we would do. They had some clever ideas, but, you know, I mean, I think the Coyotes are kind of a team inspired by risks i mean moving to the arizona desert having the kachina like logo the way the jersey looked i mean i think it'd be cool if we had edgy and cool marketing actually mean edgy and cool marketing and not cringe but like you boys said it'll uh have to be seen to believe so any more thoughts on that no i'm no. good oh. all right well sorry i cut you off there chase oh but, yeah uh, so I guess the safe thing that we're doing, which is weird to call it safe all these years later, is we're bringing back the Kachina. It looks like at as time of this writing and this recording, it's all but confirmed to have the white Kachina jerseys. I believe the draft hats this year were based on away jerseys. Now, I guess I just want to click your quick thoughts on this one. Uh, what do you guys think of the full-time Kachina? Honestly, I think it's time filler for a, well, as we alluded to in the last segment, it's time killer for a rebrand. I think we're going to rebrand. We're going to redo a lot of our designs. I think 
if when Tempe happens, I think we're going to go in there looking like a completely new team, just like we did for Glendale. So, That's right. Yeah, the good old jobbing.com arena. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what comes from it, but I mean, I can't imagine we're planning on going Kachina's full-time long-term. Agreed. Chase? Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, You know, I kind of wish we had never gotten away from it to begin with. Um, uh, When we changed the last time when we did move to Glendale, it was pretty underwhelming, I would to say the least. Um, Going from, you know, one of probably the most exotic jerseys in the NHL to something pretty plain and bland. Um, Even though I I do like the the Coyotes logo there for a little while, but uh, always kind of fell in love with more of the alternate sweaters and logos that they had designed up more than like the main one. Um, So I do like this. Um, It probably, like Randy alluded to, is just kind of a time filler um for you know a bigger better rebrand um complete overhaul type deal uh which i'm excited for that as well um i was kind of hoping that uh you know can blend some old with the new but i kind of lean a little bit more towards the olds or you know something completely fresh um but as far as this year and probably next year goes i'm I'm good with the kachinas i love the reverse retro jerseys um Hopeful that maybe we can get, um, you know, like a special edition, you know, flashback to the green ones that we wore for a couple of years as an alternate. That's probably one of my favorite sweaters ever, to be honest. Uh, I know they weren't popular at the time, and it's not a lot of people thought they were hideous, but uh, definitely one of my favorites. I dig the low, the reverse retro, that purple. Man, that whoever thought of that, truly. I mean, that was a a plus idea i I like purple too not my favorite color but i like the way that royal purple looks arizona teams tend to like it i feel about the same i mean i like a china i think they're really cool but i can see that uh, they're really popular and they sell really well so honestly looking at again a business standpoint kind of seems to be the theme of the pod uh i'd probably do it too i mean kachina saturday is really popular the jersey itself is selling the reverse retro just with the hockey world on fire so I say, why not? And I, I think it's true that we're going to kind of harken back and then make something totally new. And I'm, I'm excited for the new. I uh, Be cool. I, and I actually do like the Coyote head. I really do. I like the, the red jerseys we got later on, like the 2016 or whenever they changed. I like those better than just the normal, like the one we had in 2012 run and stuff. But I like the Coyote head. I think it was pretty cool. I like how it looks on, like, you know, the display pieces and shirts and stuff. I think it looks fine. I feel sometimes I feel like I'm one of the very few fans of that Coyote head still left, but I can tell you for personal, it's just so bland. It's just so non-unique. That's why I just, eh, I'm kind of, I don't hate it. I don't like it. It's just meh. You're safe. Yeah, exactly. Someone thought I was a Lobos. I guess it's some college team out here in Texas. Someone was like, oh, the Lobos? I was like, Lobos. I never heard of that. I guess it's like New Mexico or something. I don't know. The Yawning Coyote. I've seen someone call that online once too. That was I'm like, dang. I guess it kind of is, huh? But I like it. Besides that, uh, I guess more change. Uh, pretty much 
all these, I don't think we're signing any of the UFAs, right? I think we, everyone's going. Goligoski, Bunting, Ronta, and, and then Jomerson retires. I guess, uh, what are your lump opinions? Do you have any opinions on it, or are we just kind of going to gloss over it? I just think it's GMBA's cleaning house. I mean, I really don't think he wants much of anything tied to the old ways. I think he's doing a complete stripped-down rebuild. He's tearing this thing down to its very foundations. He's going to pick a couple to build on, and he's going to build it back up. Speaking of that, do you think he's going to Keller as one of those pieces, in your opinion? That's going to be a longer subject matter that I think we should tackle in another podcast. Oh, I'll write it down. I can see your thoughts on that, actually. I mean, yeah, if you want to, if you want to keep this, we, want, we talked about wanting to keep this segment short and wanting to keep this overall podcast relatively short. If we get into this, it's not going to stay short. That's a good point. We have Mercy Podcast coming up this week, one hundred percent. Yeah, a lot uh, this week. I mean, obviously, love all these guys. Um, you know, wish Ranta Ranta the best. Uh, you know, he was provided some awesome, awesome times and highlight reel saves for us. Just uh, da- the dang health, man. Just could never get out of his way um just like you know just unfortunately like we've touched on in previous pods you know (laughs) away from the game injuries and you know they just stack up and stack up he missed so much time um bunting hurts i I really like that kid um but goligoski i mean he he should have the chance to go elsewhere he doesn't feel fit any timeline that we're on as far as this rebuild goes um he's a good enough guy that uh you know if he was put to the fire he'd probably stick around but i mean from both of our standpoint and his it just doesn't make any sense um you know and i i like goose always have um but uh you know it's it's time for him to go uh, change the scenery See if he can go maybe chase with a contender for, you know, next next year or two and see what he can make of that. Um, Hammer, always loved him, even when he was in Chicago. Um, he's had a hell of a career, multiple cup winner, integral part of that back end. Um, and, you know, provided some good, stable leadership for, you know, our core which you know was extremely young still is young but uh you know through some growing years that we had there um you know we were a little bit competitive there for a little bit um you know in the playing round and everything like that but uh you know he's been beating up his career man eating pucks like he does on a consistent basis it's gonna take its toll on you after a while and i'm sure he's probably ready to hang him up and you know quit getting abused so Wish him the best and, uh, you know, go spend some time with his family, which is always good as the seasons are grueling. And, you know, just like every other professional sport, when the season's going on, don't get that time. So I'm going to go make up for that now and, you know, wish him all the best as well. Yeah, same. Um, really happy we had him as long as we did. Tough guy, man. Really broke his leg and was out as literally as soon as he could. That's That's impressive. I mean, holy crap. As for the rest, yeah, it really seems like, as Grandy said, GMBA is just cleaning house. It's crazy to think that, I mean, how many guys from last season are even going to be here? Man, only just a small handful, seems like. But, you know, I, I trust the process. 
I really do. Uh, so our last topic before we get into the more, I guess, zany or fun stuff here. Would you guys, uh, super early, I wrote down in the notes, uh, would you rather stay the Pacific? Or are you excited to be in the Central Division with all new rivals? Uh, let's get your thoughts, Chase. Um, geographically, it never made much sense to me, other than the fact that, you know, Seattle's coming in and they're definitely a little bit further Pacific than we are. Uh, it's going to be nasty on our travel schedule, um, you know, under this alignment and everything like that. With that being said, I am excited to, uh, you know, to get some new rivals and everything like that. Um, and probably going to get the crap kicked out of us, regardless of the division that we're in for the next little bit. But, uh, you know, it, it'll be fun, I think, in the long run. It's not going to be as friendly to the players or anything like that as far as travel goes. And, um, you know, the schedule did come out for this year. It's just, it's always bad. I mean, we got so many back-to-backs and stuff like that. And, you know, now that we're, out of the COVID thing and we're going to be playing games, you know, not just in our small little division, you know, I mean, obviously it was back to backs depending on travel and all that good stuff that can definitely wear guys out. So it remains to be seen, but um, in the long run, I think it'll make us better. Statistically speaking, I feel like this division that we're going to has, uh, you know, historically been stronger. So, um, you know, hopefully we can get to a point where iron does sharpen iron and, you know, we can start running with these boys, but, um, well, I'll hold judgment on it, but, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be kind of cool to see. What you think, Grandy? As for me, yeah, it's tough because you look at the Pacific division and you see it's a hot mess. Someone's going to make the division from that from that or that playoffs from that division that didn't deserve it. It would be nice to be able to go in there and beat up on bad teams, but at the same time, that's not really where we're at. We need to be the team that's getting beaten up on. We need to come out of this next draft with a top five pick. So actually, it does help us in that standpoint. But long term, yeah, Coyotes should have figured out a way to stay in the Pacific or to change divisions so that there wasn't just four. I understand why they didn't break up Calgary and Edmonton. You don't want to lose that divisional rival. And at the end of the day, we don't have a true divisional rival right now because we've been bad for so long. You don't get rivalries when you're bad. You have to be playing teams that you're even with to get rivalries. So, and then, of course, like we've talked about before, the unspoken thing with us moving to the Central is that Houston threat is always going to be looming until we get an arena built. But, yeah, just... I am excited to look forward to the new rivalries. I think us and Dallas are going to kick off a great rivalry. It's going to be nice seeing the Blues more often, but it's going to be a rough couple of years. That it is, but I already hate the Dallas Stars and the Blackhawks, so I'm already getting started on the rivalries, I suppose. I mean, I'm in agreement. I mean, really, I wish we could have stayed. I don't know how much control our owners had over that or not. I don't know if that's just something 
I, don't, I, I truly don't know what goes on in that uh, the hallways of the NHL front offices, but it is what it is. And I really like what Chase said there, the iron sharpens iron. That was really cool, really inspiring. But I know what you asked, but really bad for a couple of years, excuse me. Uh, so, Dude, four. Uh, yeah, right. So, I mean, not really any thoughts besides you guys said, to be honest, but uh, just a quick aside. Uh, we are still sponsored by Rip Sports' Raise Energy Drink. Use our promo code CHIRPINYOTES, as it is spelled in our, what's it called, Twitter bio. Uh, 50% off, also counts for apparel. And obviously, we have all kinds of favorite flavors, Sour Apple, Apollo, things like that. So go ahead and use our promo code, save 15% off, and uh, enjoy. So now for the stuff that I'm actually kind of excited to talk about. I think it's fun, and I wish I didn't do my ad break after what Grandy said, because it would have been a perfect transition. So the Tempe Arena, I believe the Coyotes shipped off, or will ship off, their offer uh, this week, if they haven't already. Um, and it sounds like they're trying to do what Milwaukee, which is painful to say, after the summer, did with the thing called the Deer District, the little outside area where fans can gather. I was just wondering, if you guys were in charge of marketing, instead of L.A. Mullen Low, what would you call the Coyotes Deer District? you guys have any name ideas, you think? I mean, the one that leaps out is something like the Pack or the Den or... Something along that lines. Um, I don't. I'm not good at naming stuff, though. I'm not creative like that. I'm creative in different ways. Uh, names have always been tricky to me, but I'd love to see something. I mean, we tried to do something like the Deer District already with Glendale, and it's just positioning and all of that just killed it off. So I would love to see us do something similar again and actually nail the execution this time. Um, so yeah, outside of the den, I really don't have anything. Sorry, Tyler. Well, you're good. No worries. Chase, save me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been sitting here trying to think of something to call it. So I'm, I'm, that you know the the two things that Grandy kind of said is right where I went. Even though you know our team shop has pretty much been like the the Coyotes Den or whatever, and which is a good name. That's a really good name for it. All that stuff, but uh, you know, man. And the the cool thing is, is I mean, obviously we live in Arizona and it's hot as hell for most of the year. Thankfully, hockey season, you know, for the most part is in the cooler time of the year under normal circumstances. Um, but, uh, you know, so we'll see if we can gather enough attention to, you know, fill something like that up. The Deer District was insane. I mean, I don't think we'll have that many people rocking and rolling out, out in, you know, the Arizona sun much, but uh, definitely like the idea and, you know, the ability to do it there kind of uh waiting to see you know obviously mocks and proposals and all that kind of stuff to see the execution of it all um but uh yeah i mean i guess maybe gosh the hunting ground or you know something along those lines um i was gonna go with something with like you know howlin but uh you know, i can't really think of anything off the top of my dome here right now kind of tired but uh <laughs> yeah oh yeah ground. Hunting ground is something, but uh, yeah, 
anytime that we get this uh, arena talk and all this stuff, it you know, I, I try to temper my expectations because we've been burned so many times in the past. Um, but this is going to be the ideal spot for it, as you know, it's more centrally located. It's going to suck for the fans that are in Glendale, but uh, you know, it's. I feel like most of us are on the East Valley or close to it, so um, go where your fans, the majority of your fan base is, man. That, that drive is no joke out to Glendale, you know, especially when, you know, we've got 41 home contests a year and, you know, all on these goofy weekdays and weird schedules that makes it tough for, you know, season ticket holders over here. So um, definitely excited for the possibility and, uh, you know, I'll be following it along and trying to temper my expectations, but, uh, you know, with everything else going on, you know, that kind of, uh, light at the end of the tunnel just keeps getting a little bit brighter and hopefully we can see this one through. And not a freight train. Yep. Honestly, I, Normally, I would temper, but for some reason, man, this new ownership group gave me some some kind of a Kool-Aid, man. I, I really, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, maybe I'll be crushed in the end, but, uh, you know, for now, I'm keep my hopes. Honestly, I wrote the question down, or wrote the topic down, thinking I'd have an answer. And I, so far, in the, I think, what, what three hours ago, I think I wrote it. I can't come up with anything. I thought the Coyotes uh, Den. What's up? Real quick. Hmm. I loved the hunting grounds idea. Very good, yeah. That did sound pretty good. Yeah. Probably a little aggressive for what the Cowboys would want, though, to be honest with you. I don't know. It's edgy. That's true. They <laughs> did hire L.A. Mullen Lowe for edgy and cool marketing. That's their quote, <laughs> not mine. I mean, okay, maybe. I mean, they, they gotta say the Ice Den and the uh, Coyotes Den, the shop. That's, those are really good names, though. Whoever came up with those, that's pretty spot on. I don't know. Hopefully, yeah. It just works for Coyotes. The den. The den. Howling Grounds, like, maybe? It's the first thing you think of when you think coyotes is the den. All so. Tell Ice Den, back in the day. That shows my age. Well, all of our ages, I think. We all remember the All Tell Ice Den, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. All Tell Wireless. That's, my mom had that when I was a kid. What about the, uh, the Howling Grounds? Something a little safer than hunting, you know what I mean? You know, people, marketing firms are. Howling Grounds, no? That sounded better in my head, maybe. Don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, good. I'm doing I'm not a marketing major, but one idea we I kicked around. I know Granny and I kicked around a little bit too. Uh, what would you? What company? This is you get to choose the company. What you want to give the naming rights to for the arena? Hmm. And Granny said a great one. I think you should say it. I think that was probably the funniest one. <laughs> I think it's amazing. I personally think that's probably if they did it, I swear I would own every t-shirt. Anything that has that name on it, I will buy it. Well, at this point, do you want to te- there's two ways we go with this. You tease it, we either start with me or we end with me. So you choose. Uh one with Grandy. <laughs> I think he has the best one. <laughs> I really do think he has the best one. He's, he's got his beat, Chase. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he's we're gonna come with something better than what he has. But yeah. what do you what do you think, Chase? Give me give me something. Oh man, I've been kicking this around in my head too. I got one. I think one I could see that'd be okay. So I got one that'd just be okay and like keeping it local. Maybe like Desert Schools Arena. I can see like Desert Schools 
or uh, what's another big thing out there? Like maybe even Fry's Arena or Bash's Arena or something. I think that'd be okay. Dang. But I'm sure it'll be I'm sure AT and T or Verizon will buy the rights. I'm sure. Mm. Oh my god, Grandy's is so awesome. <laughs> I'm still laughing about it. It'll never happen because it's a brewing company, but I'd probably stick my flag in Four Peaks. Or Santan. Santan would be cool too. Santan Brewery Arena. Yeah. I mean, they have a hotel or a casino. So I think it's possible, I guess. I don't know if Four Peaks has that kind of money, but maybe. Yeah. I mean, right, you say it wouldn't happen because it's a brewing company, but there's a lot of brewing companies out there that have sponsored arenas. Oh, yeah. Coors Field, the Milwaukee Brewers. They're currently sponsored by a casino, and that's just as adult themed as beers. So, yeah. yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, Coors Field, the Milwaukee Brewers are named after beer, brewing, Makayo's Arena. I don't know. Go ahead, Randy. <laughs> so, uh, should I go? Yep. <laughs> Unveil the so, people your name, was, which is so funny. I was thinking of local establishments, local chains in the Arizona. Oh, God. And I thought of something. It's one of the things I've missed the most since I've moved there. Wait, let uh, Chase guess. Let, let him get. What do you think it is, Chase? What do you think it is? God, I have no idea. Think of a local it's... brand that he misses. Think about it. <sighs> it's so awesome. Tell me this is the funniest one. I swear they need to do it. Please, LA Mullen Low Agency, please make this well, happen. Of course, they got to go. Do it. Filibertos. <laughs> I told you. Billy bees. Billy bees, baby. Oh my gosh. I said, like I said, it, there's perfect takeaways during the game, too. Oh, the puck <laughs> just squirted through the goalie's pads. Yeah. You know, brought to you by our sponsors, Filiberto. <laughs> well, I mean, Mikhail's freaking has a stand in Chase Field, so I can't imagine. It'd be awesome to have Philly Bees over there in the arena. I'd, I'd be buying that. That'd be my go-to stand. 100%. I'd go there every game. No lie. Gosh. Oh, <laughs> it, is, it is legitimately one of the first things I think of when I think, oh, man, I miss Arizona. Filiberto is one of That easy access to... Oh, Pretty good Mexican food is amazing. Two to three <laughs> o'clock in the morning coming off a of bender. It's probably one of the best things you can do for yourself for sure. It will revive you for sure. <laughs> Holy crap. That's the thing you miss is not not the beautiful, you know, desert backdrop. Not the not the winter weather Philly bear toes. That's what he misses about Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I have my prior. No, you do. That's not hate. That's as funny as heck because I, I totally agree with you. I mean, Carolina's is definitely my go-to spot, but Philly Bertos is a close second for sure, especially at 2 a.m. when you're drunk off your butt. Yep. 100%. That's their, you're like your friend. They welcome you in that beautiful atmosphere that, that for some reason has never changed in like the 30 years it's been around. There's some sketchy ones around town for sure. Oh, for sure. Those are the best ones. I've seen some interesting things go down in the wee hour <laughs> in the morning. Oh, it's a friend that doesn't squeal. What can I say? He's like, he's got your back no matter what, what you're into. Yeah. We, should, your back. we should 
we should probably move on to the next subject before we have another chase edit. Oh yeah, oh. chase edit was. <laughs> oh, yeah. I actually pulled it off though. Did you guys listen to it? I expertly pulled that off. By the right. way. Yep. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. Oh. Anyways, I'm trying. <laughs> so my question of the week, uh, as you can see there, it says think about podcasts. So, including yourself. Give me one to two people you would make a hockey podcast with. Anybody. Former players, former announcers, just a celebrity you like. Anybody. I'll leave the table pretty open. And living or dead, you can go ahead and bring him back for the dead uh, podcast. Why not? To, I kind of want to take Tyler's guy. I kind of want to go first just so I can take Tyler's guy. Sure. Go for it. First thing I want to start with Ilya Brzezgoff. Oh, yes. That was <laughs> my guy. Damn it. Dang it. Then... <sighs> It's got to be Yandel. Come on. Yandel, yeah. Yandel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yandel is one team. of the most likable guys you've ever heard. That is just charming. Just, you, I mean, can, he's so funny and it's just so natural and it fits. And then Briz is Briz. He's, he's a walking the, quote. You can exactly. have three hour podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one hockey related. Oh, it's a hockey podcast, though. I'm still gonna inject the other guy into it, though, because I just freaking dig the guy. I'm gonna go Paul Bissonette just because his nasty is amazing. Probably my favorite part of Chicklets. And then second, uh, actually, I'm going to go Jeremy Roenick. Um, That's a good one. Always love JR, obviously, his time here and all that good stuff. Uh, the stories that I've heard about him are freaking phenomenal. Um, and, you know, he can definitely ruffle some feathers as we've seen him get into some hot water. So I'm kind of attracted to that type of thing. I just think it'd be a crazy atmosphere with JR and Biz. JR, Biz, and Briz. That'd be yeah. the ultimate <laughs> podcast. Holy crap. That is that would just be I mean, why listen to anything else? I mean, really. <laughs> you shut down the chirping yodis if that ever happened. Oh man. Well, Briz being gone, that that was a tough one. Uh I think Shane Doan's pretty good too, hearing him in the in the chicklets and all that. I think Shane Doan's a pretty good invite there too. Oh yeah, Shane Doan works for every Coyotes-related question you could ever have. Right. Yeah. Plus, he's just such a personable guy too. With really funny stories. So I think he's he is the Coyotes. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, he really is. How have we not taken him in every single one of these? Yeah, you could. I mean, he pretty much. Well, actually, really, anytime it involves a Coyote, I think we pretty much, except for like maybe the Space Jam question. I think he's been at least one of the answers for almost every thing. I'm pretty sure. Top of my head. And the only reason he wasn't Space Jam is we went league-wide. True. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so then I'd probably go with, yeah, Shane Doan for sure. And then, and you know, I think, I, I think I'll take Biz Nasty. I know they did that uh, on the Coyotes YouTube. I don't know if you guys watched it or not. They had something. I forgot what they called it. But it was a pretty good podcast. I liked their thing they had going on. They just talked about old Coyote stories and all that stuff. Really good stuff. Safe picks, but you know, I'm not hired by the LA Mullen Low Agency yet, but maybe one day. 
But all right, boys. I think uh, that just about does it for us. Any, any closing remarks? Uh, thank you guys for the incredible support. Thank you guys for the listens and the downloads. We're just getting started, so buckle up. It's going into the off season. We do have stuff planned. We're going to have um, not necessarily Coyotes-related pods coming up, but just hockey pods in general where we sit back and talk. Um, we do have a couple of ideas for off-season pods. Like previously mentioned, we've already planned a Keller pod, essentially, where we just discuss Keller and some stuff going on around him. So keep tuned and listen on, even though if Coyotes hockey isn't going on, doesn't mean we can't talk it. Yep, exactly. And as always, we appreciate each and every one of you for, you know, taking time out of your busy lives. I know everybody's busy to, you know, just kind of hear something that uh, we decided as fans that we wanted to put together one day and kind of brought this whole thing to fruition. But, uh, you know, that's uh, definitely who we do it for. So we appreciate all of you. Um, as always, boys, appreciate talking hockey with you, especially Coyotes hockey, even though we talk all hockey pretty much every day, all day. Um, never never a dull moment for sure. And uh, excited for what this becomes and, you know, future ahead. And stay tuned. And from all of us here at the Trippin' Yotes podcast, Keep it tuned here for all your Coyotes news, reviews, and non-hockey news, or non-NHL news. It'll be fine. I'll fix it out later. You guys have a good one. See you next podcast.